Hi, my name is Brian and I'm going to bring you your online devotion today. I want to start by telling you about a conversation that occurred probably a thousand times in my house growing up. And it went something like this. I'd come in on an afternoon after playing outside, maybe three o'clock, and say, Mom, I'm hungry. And she'd say, supper's at five. I'd say, yeah, but I'm hungry now. She'd always say, well, have an apple then. To which I'd usually respond, yeah, but I don't want an apple. And her answer was always the same. Well, then you're really not hungry then, are you? And growing up in a house full of five kids, I'll say, I didn't always get everything I wanted. Maybe I didn't have the hot new Air Jordans to go to school with, or maybe I didn't have a drawer full of Twinkies and fruit roll-ups to dig through any time I wanted. But we always had what we needed. We always had new shoes for school. We always had an apple when we needed it. And that was important, understanding the difference between what we wanted and what we needed. And when we can come to an appreciation of the difference between those two, that's an incredibly powerful thing, isn't it? I mean, because confusing those two, confusing what we want with what we need, can throw everything out of alignment. But when we get it clear, man, is that free. Recently, I found my way into Acts chapter 3, a story you're probably familiar with. The Bible tells us that there was a man who was crippled from birth. He was paralyzed. You know, if you think about being paralyzed in the first century, uh, your ability to walk was strongly tied to your ability to work. There, there weren't a lot of data entry jobs back then. And so he was resigned to being taken to the temple every day, sitting outside the gate and begging. You know, he tried to appeal to the compassion of those that were coming for prayer. And, and Acts tells us that on one particular day, Peter and John were coming by, and he got their attention, and he said, Hey, you know, can you help me out? I, I've got nothing here. I, I need some help. And, and Acts says that Peter and John looked at him and said, Hey, we don't have any money, but what we have we'll give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. It says that Peter took his hand, helped him up, and instantly his feet and ankles got strong. What a day, right? But think about it. You know, Peter and John looked at him and said, we don't have what you want, but we have what you need. And Acts says that man got up, ran into the temple, jumping, dancing, praising God. I mean, think about how he responded to Peter and John. Boy, I'm sure I'm glad you just didn't give me a $5 bill, right? I mean, a life-changing moment. And that story is powerful just on the surface and can take a lot from that. But I'll tell you, for me, it seems like recently, it's become an analogy for my relationship with God. And unfortunately, I'm not Peter and John in this scenario. I'm the guy sitting there begging. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes some of the situations that I feel like I'm facing, whether it's in my family, it's in the world around me, it's what I see on the news, whatever it might be, it can feel crippling. I feel paralyzed sometimes, like I don't know what to do here. And I feel like my only chance is to sit outside of the temple of God and just hope he comes by at some point so that I can, I can beg for some, some spare change. You know, I can beg for some scraps from his table. And, and I think if you really broke down my prayer life, a lot of times you'd see that it just really looks like a, a list of things that I want from God. You know, hey God, these, these kids are driving me crazy and I want you to fix this. Lord, I am so frustrated with something going on with my health or with somebody else's health. And Lord, I, I just want you to fix this. Take this away. Or, 
Lord, I, things aren't, at work aren't going the way I want them to. I, I'm working hard, but, you know, I want you to just clear the path. Just clear the obstacles out of my way so I can be successful. And, and you know, on the surface, none of those things are bad things. You know, I'm praying for good things. But just like the man sitting at the gate, you could argue that he wanted good things. I mean, asking for money, he, he needed to pay rent, needed to get food, probably needed some medical care. So saying, hey, I want some money here. Uh, nothing wrong with that on the surface. But boy, wasn't it a good thing that Peter and John could see through that and say, nah, don't worry about what you want. We've got what you need. And that's the power of Jesus in your life. And I need the same thing. And when I'm really on point with my prayers, when I'm really in step with God, they, my prayers begin to sound like, Lord, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in my own way of thinking. I'm stuck in my own mind. Lord, I need you to get me out of my own mindset. I need you to transform the way I think about this situation. I need, uh, as Paul wrote in, in 1 Corinthians, he said, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive or even imagine what he has planned for those who love him. That's what I need. Lord, I need you to take my mind, take my thinking, take my imagination and stretch it to be the way that you're seeing this situation. That's when things get really powerful. That's when I get out of my own way and begin to see the blessings that are all around me. That's when I begin to see the opportunities that he's put in front of me with my family and my community at work and, and see the opportunities that I have to be a blessing, to be a vessel for him. So that's my encouragement to you this morning. If you feel like you're in a situation where you're stuck, you're just, just paralyzed, Lord, I don't know what to do now, then, then try and set aside what you want to have happen and just pray for what you need. Say, Lord, give me what I need here. Give me, give me what no eye has seen. Give me what no ear has heard. Give me what no mind can imagine. Give me what you have planned for me, Lord. Then watch out, because it gets pretty exciting after that. Take care of each other. Talk to you soon.